At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 966 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. The weekend is upon us here, guys. But we got one last day to finish up before we steam into a big Saturday, Sunday, which I might add is shaping up to be an epic college basketball card. So real quick, keep an eye out for, of course, tomorrow, the Sharp Report, which I write for VEASAN.com. You get that early in the morning. Also, the Morning Bets pod, where I'll pick out three games uh, that we're looking at for college hoops tomorrow. And I'll be doing the sweat once again uh, with my buddies Emerson Latzia, Steve Buchanan, Julian Edlow. So, again, a huge Saturday tomorrow in college basketball. We're going to have it all for you uh, from VEASAN and from DraftKings. So looking forward to that. Now, looking at today, guys, I do have a three-pack for you. I have two college basketball games, both added game extra games with some good sharp line moves and system matches looking even better today or this afternoon than they were this morning. Uh, I also have a NHL bet for you. Uh, I'm a little frustrated because NHL, there's only one game tonight, and then they have 13 tomorrow. So who makes the schedule in the NHL? I'm going to blame, uh, who was it, the uh, the commissioner there, Gary Bettman. Like, what are you doing? Can you give me like seven tonight, six tomorrow? You know, whatever the case may be, but weird scheduling. Anyway, there's no NBA because we are going into the all-star break. So we're going to have the all-star game with a total right now of 364 and a half, which may seem uh, kind of crazy high, but I believe the over has hit. I want to say, uh, I think the over has hit in 13 of the last 18 games. So this is according to my buddy, John Ewing. He tweeted this earlier, but overs are 13 and five in the NBA all-star game since 2005. Uh, the all-star game total did dip a bit though. You know, it was 365 ish down to 364 and a half, but again, check the rules because uh, there are crazy rules with the different ending, so you got to look at the fine print, but uh, we will have the dunk contest, three-point contest, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, again, no no NBA uh, for the time being. It will come back, I believe, on the 22nd, so a bit of a break here. Uh, but anyway, guys, looking back to our last night, 
three and three minus 0.4 units. So a bit of a wash. We had a couple great hits with Northwestern. Uh, I was hoping that they would win the game outright because Ken Palm sound the alarm, had them winning the game. They blew it in the second half. There was a ridiculous call on a kid who got uh, a flagrant, uh, the flagrant two, and he was ejected from the game. And it it looked like he kind of just elbowed the guy like in the midsection, but it didn't seem violent. Again, he was one of their better players. I thought that was a ridiculous call. Uh, There's also a, a 10 second call where I took out my, I don't know if anyone was watching the game. I took out my iPhone and I did my own timer and it was like eight or nine seconds. It was not 10 seconds. And they called that too. Anyway, I'm not going to complain too much. I thought the refs were a little bit shaky in that one, Uh, but we did get our Northwestern plus four and a half and we got a great number there because it ended up closing around four. So that was a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Ken Palm had them winning the game. We took the points, got a nice win there with Northwestern. Uh, Also USC late, uh, the disgusting USC play. I must say, and I was DMing a couple people, I was staying up late watching that one. It didn't end until like 1 a.m. But USC might be the most like just the most ridiculous, stupid team I've ever seen. A lot of all the talent in the world, uh, but they are just boneheaded group of players uh, and just making mistakes, turnovers left and right. They ended up winning the game and covering the number and, you know, winning as our money line bet. But USC, man, they are not a very smart team, but they did get it done for us, uh, which was great. Um, and then we also got the Minnesota Portland over over 214 and a half. I got the over in that one as well. Uh, the frustrating ones, Colorado. I don't know what it is about Colorado. I'm snake bit betting the Buffaloes. Uh, last two times I bet Colorado, they uh, have lost for me. They got blown out by Arizona when I was in Vegas. And then last night, they were down the whole time. And uh, their star player is supposed to be fantastic. Simpson, he did nothing basically. But um, either way, guys, they tied it late. They couldn't pull away. Uh, lost Colorado. But what I'm really f- kicking myself about and frustrated about are the two NHL totals. Like if I had not bet NHL last night, we're three and one, you know, we have a winning night. Even if we get just one of those breaks, you know, Anaheim, Ottawa over six and a half, they're sitting on six goals. There are power plays late. Ottawa couldn't score Vancouver, Detroit, same thing. Bunch of power plays late. They couldn't score. So both those overs went under, which was really frustrating. So it was NHL that kept us from a winning night, but three and three minus 0.4 units. You're going to have nights like that. Um, So we're just going to build on that. Uh, and uh, and then move forward here. Hopefully that we have we can post a winning night tonight as we go into a massive and I cannot wait to sweat college hoops for tomorrow. But either way, guys, before we dive into our three pack uh, with uh, two college hoops, one NHL, and I have an MLB win total for you. I've uh, I've, I've selected my first MLB win total. I'm going to tell you what it is if you want to ride it with me here on the second half of the pod. But before we dive right in, a little bit of housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the free Veasan Daily Newsletter. Very simple, very easy. You just got to go to vison.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Once you sign up, you're going to get those updates every single morning with an email from us, from my guy, Bill Adi. And the point of the newsletter is to just give you a good amount of information early in the day as soon as you wake up. We're setting the table for you in the sports betting market. What are the big games today that you need to know about? Insights from our team of analysts, promos for legal sports books, links to our pods, uh, links to our articles, all included in the Vison Daily Newsletter. So it's a great free source of information to get every single morning. Go sign up, vison.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you're enjoying all the free resources at VEASAN, you're saying, hey, I'm ready to I'm ready to take it to the next level, then I would recommend becoming a VEASAN All Access Pro member. You can sign up, vison.com slash subscribe. Once you sign up, you're going to get Best Bet Picks, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the DraftKings percentages, uh, as well as all of our betting guides. That's vcin.com slash subscribe. Uh, and then, of course, if you're looking to follow us on social media, we pump out great sports betting content throughout the day, clips from our shows, links to our articles. Stay plugged into the betting convo. Give us a follow at Live. 
You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. Uh, and with that being said, let's get right back into college hoops, guys. I was looking at the board today. Typically, you have some good like Ivy League games. Not too much caught my eye, but I did notice two games in particular, both added game extra games, uh, which are right up our alley. Um, I mentioned them on morning bets, but I'm still rocking them here. Uh, if you missed them, here's the first one. Uh, Seven o'clock tonight, uh, we're looking at Jacksonville and Queens Royals, uh, Queens uh, University, the Royals here. Now, I, I must admit, last time we mentioned Queens, I don't, I, I forget if we bet on them or against them, but I mentioned that this is oh Queens in New York City, right? One of the one of the five boroughs. No, I stand corrected. I learned that this is uh, Queens in North Carolina, so it is not. Uh, one of the boroughs in New York City. So it's North Carolina. Just a little little trivia to be to be on the right side here. But anyway, Queens is at home against Jacksonville. Uh, I'm setting the table here. Jacksonville is 13 and 13. They just saw their two game win streak come to an end. They fell to Kennesaw State 66 to 61 in their last game. On the flip side, Queens 10 and 17, but they've dropped three straight. They just fell to North Florida 93 to 79. Hint, hint, we're going to talk North Florida and t- Kennesaw State next year. But anyway, what have we seen across the market here? Well, this one's been interesting. So Queens Royals opened as a one and a half point home favorite. And right off the bat, that is a bit fishy to me because Queens Royals, uh, they have dropped three straight and they have a losing record 10 and 17. So even though you're factoring in home court, why is Queens Royals minus one and a half when Jacksonville is 500, 13 and 13, and they have won two of their last three. So it just kind of tells me right off the bat, it's fishy in favor of Queens here. Uh, So aside from the fishy opener, uh, line movement toward Queens. Now Queens opened minus one and a half. They got bet up earlier today to minus two and a half. And then they came back down to one and a half. And kind of my angle there early in the morning was that, you know, if you, and I try to mention this on morning bets, but if you look at line movement, sometimes um, if you don't have access to line history, where you can kind of click a box that shows the odds, it'll pull up every single move in between. Sometimes moves can be a little bit deceptive or you're not really seeing the full picture. But when you have line history, and you can see every move in between, you get much more of a uh, much more insight into how the, the market is reacting. So what I mean by that is Queens Royals was minus one and a half. If you looked you know, throughout the day, they're still minus one and a half. But what I was mentioning is that if you look at the line history, it didn't go one and a half and stay there all day. It didn't drop to a pick and go back to one and a half. It actually got bet up at one point up to minus two and a half and came back down to one and a half. So what does that mean? That tells me that Basically, all movement and liability was on Queens, even though it looked like it hadn't moved all day. It either stayed the same or moved in favor of Queens. Um, So that was telling kind of my angle there to just say, hey, you know, look at the line history. It's going to tell more of the story than just comparing the opener to the current. Uh, But then it became a sharp bet because now a lot of books are at minus two for Queens. So it's no longer that, you know, one and a half stayed the same, but line history says it's liability. No, now it's officially a line move minus one and a half up to minus two. Now, really good bet split here in favor of Queens. They're getting 70% of spread bets, 88% of spread dollars. You can say, hey, Josh, that's a public play, right? What are you doing with the public? Remember, this is an added game extra game. Game 306-555, 306-556. So this isn't a game that the public is hammering here. It's one of the lowest bet games of the night. So that's 70% bets, 88% dollars. That tells me it's mostly wise guy money who have who has targeted Queens and uh, knows how to find this game on their app and wants to bet it and has capped the game. Now, Ken Palm does have Queens winning by three points. So you could say, hey, you know, you're at minus one and a half this morning, minus two. He's got him winning by three. You know, again, Ken Palm helped us win that, obviously, that Northwestern play yesterday. Um, but I'm going to go and take that as, oh, I'm just going to like that more on the money line, the fact that he's got him by three. So I'm on Queens on the money line. I got him at minus 120 this morning, 
Now you're looking at around a minus 130. It has ticked up a little bit. So always mention this gift and a curse. Good thing that the line's moving further in favor of the team we identified earlier today. Not as great if you didn't bet the number and get the 120, but still minus 130. I'm still playing it at that point. Uh, but you do have a bunch of advantages here. Uh, four queens. One is offensive efficiency. They rank 101. Uh, or sorry, they rank 216 in the country versus 293 for Jacksonville. Also, if you look at the um, uh, taking care of the ball turnover percentage, they rank 101 versus 329. Jacksonville turns it over a lot, hoping that continues tonight. Uh, also, if you look at offense just in general, Queens is averaging 81 points per game versus 72 for Jacksonville. Home road, so important here. Um, you know, look, leaning on home teams over road teams because of the uh, advantage of, of, you know, the home court and the friendly confines. It's hard to travel in college. Queens is 9-3 and three at home. Jacksonville is 2-12 and 12 on the road. Uh, I mentioned the money line. Um, good bet split here, 64% bets, 92% money on the money line. And also, it's a revenge spot. Uh, Queens did lose to Jacksonville on the road 79-77 to 77 on January 18th. And I think we money line, if I remember correctly, my memory... All these games blur over time, but I, I want to say we moneyline Jacksonville there and got the win. Um, but this is a revenge spot again with Queens now at home. Again, it's hard to win two, uh, you know, both conference games against a common opponent. So either way, guys, add a game, extra game. This was a sneaky sharp move. It's now become an even sharper move. One and a half up to two. We have a Ken Palm edge by three. Bunch of stat category advantages. Good bet splits. A revenge spot. Good at home versus a team that's bad on the road. My first bet of the night is Queens. Queens, not in the borough of, of New York City, Queens, North Carolina, here at minus 120. Again, now you're looking at around a money line, minus 130. Second bet for you tonight, North Florida and Kennesaw State, who we just mentioned a second ago. Uh, I'm going Kennesaw State on the money line. I'll tell you in a second uh, the, the price and the breakdown here. But uh, setting up this game, North Florida is 14-13. and 13. They just snapped a three-game losing skid. They beat Queens, as we mentioned, 93-79 to 79 in their last game. Meanwhile, Kennesaw State, 14-12, and 12, just snapped a losing skid, a six-game skid, that is, with a 66-61 to 61 win over Jacksonville, who we also mentioned. So what have you seen across the market here? Well, this one is interesting because when I wrote about it this morning, Kennesaw State, they were minus 2.5 and, and pretty much stayed 2.5, but a lot of books that I was looking at were minus 2.5 at minus 115. So I'm saying, hey, it looks like this thing may be going to 3, and then it's funny how things work. Um you know, betting the market is fluid. Anything can change at any moment. But as I'm recording recording morning bets this morning, I saw the move from minus two and a half up to minus three, which is what I was predicting. So it's good that, you know, we had that instinct that it would rise. Now you have a bunch of books at minus three and a half. So pretty much one-sided movement in favor of Kennesaw State. Now, Kennesaw State has a great bet split here. They're only getting 54% of bets, but 76% of dollars on the spread. Uh, we do have Kennesaw State, big edge in offensive rebounding. Uh, offensive rebound percentage, 30% versus 24%. So extra possessions, demoralizing when you give up offensive boards. Uh, as well as um, they've been better uh, in, ter- in terms of forcing turnovers. So can you turn the other team over? Uh, they're 85th in the country versus 110th for North Florida. Kennesaw State is better offensively. They're averaging 84 points a game versus 79 points per game. Uh, they're also better in the assist department. So sharing the ball, 15 assists per game versus 13 per game for North Florida. And in the rebounding, just overall. Remember, they had the big edge in the offensive rebound percentage, but they're averaging uh, 39 rebounds a game versus 34 for North Florida. Now, Ken Palm has Kennesaw winning by two points. He's got him winning 84 to 82. So you guys know the drill. It's a money line bet. Um, I bet um, Kennesaw State earlier this morning at minus 140. 
Now you're looking at around a, it's up as high as like minus 160 to minus 170. So again, hopefully you listen, jumped on it earlier, but now again, shop around, at least try to find that, that good book. That's maybe giving you a minus 155 still. Um, Cause I did see one a little bit, a few minutes ago, it was still relatively low number. Uh, but anyway, good sign. The line is at least moving further in our favor. Now they're getting 60% of money line bets, but 75% of money line dollars. So pretty good bet split there. And again, home road. Kennesaw State 9-3 at home, North Florida 4-9 on the road, and once again, revenge spot. Uh, these teams played back on January 18th, same night as the previous game. These are both Atlantic Sun uh, Conference matchups, but they lost to North Florida on the road 84-75. to So can you win back on your home court, get that revenge win? I'm hoping so. So give me Kennesaw State on the money line, minus 140 this morning, closer to minus 160 now. Uh, but we have a good sharp line move, a bunch of uh, offensive advantages, Ken Palm's got him winning the game again, but only by two. So that's why I'm going money line and a good home versus roads uh, split for uh, Kennesaw state in favor of Kennesaw and against North Florida. So let's go money line on Kennesaw state. Now over to the NHL. This is a game that I talked about earlier today. Hopefully you bet it got uh got this morning, Carolina at minus uh, 200. Now Carolina is like minus 210, minus 215. So I'll mention as always, because we do have new people listening to the pod, which is fantastic. But remember, if I ever give you a money line price, um, whether it's Queens at minus 120 or Kennesaw at minus 140 or 160, whatever the case may be, or if it's a hockey game like Carolina, who I'm betting tonight at minus 200, always remember it's bet to risk, not bet to win. Now, if you're a veteran of the pod, you know this. You know, if you're new to the pod, you'd be like, what the heck are you talking about, Josh? What the hell does that mean? That means that when you're going to bet your game, and there's usually a box here that says like to wager and to win or bet and, and your payout. You always want to put in the box, your wager and your wager is your one unit. So what do I mean by that is if you're betting Carolina with me minus 200 tonight, you're not risking two units to win one unit. That would be betting to win. Instead, you're always betting to risk, not win. And you're always risking your one unit, no matter the play. And then your payout will be determined by the price of the odds. So, if you're betting Carolina minus 200 with me, you're just risking your one unit. Like you're risking your one unit on Queens money line or Kennesaw money line or any other bet or, you know, um, Northwestern plus four and a half or money line USC or the over in the Minnesota Portland game. It's always risking your one unit and it's 3% of your bankroll per play. So why is that important? Because hopefully Carolina wins and we risk one unit, get a half unit back. But if Carolina loses, we don't want to lose two units. We only want to lose one. We don't want to lose any. But my whole point being is, Really, when you bet to, or bet to win, it really, really saves you on, on, on compounding your losses. It'll save you from more lost units. On the flip side, if you are on a plus money dog, you're always risking a unit. You're getting more in return. So it's always about maximizing your return on a plus money play and mitigating or minimizing your losses on a minus play. So I always, I always want to make that very clear because I think it's important. Because I would hate to see anyone lose, you know, again, I want Carolina to win. I hope they win. I like them tonight, but I don't want anyone to lose two units on this bet. I want them to win the game, or if they do happen to lose, which wouldn't be great, I only want you to lose uh, one unit. So I just want to make that very clear. But anyway, I like Carolina tonight on the road at Arizona. Again, the only game uh, in hockey uh, tonight in the desert, 9 o'clock. But we have Carolina, who is 30-17-5, playing Arizona 23-25-4. Uh, this game opened Carolina around a minus 185 road favorite. Now Carolina is all the way up to minus 210. I even see a minus 215 out there. That's important because, again, this was minus 200 earlier this morning. So 
Not only did as soon as this line dropped, you saw steam in favor of Carolina, but it's continued throughout the day. Uh, so that tells me smart money's going Carolina, not worried by the big number here. Um, Carolina is getting around 80% of bets in dollars. So it's a combination of both public and sharp support in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, I really like a couple things in particular, aside from the line move toward Carolina. One is it's a big rest versus tired advantage. Carolina has been off since Tuesday. They're only playing their second game in six days. Meanwhile, Arizona played on Wednesday and they're playing their third game in five days. So one team is really, you know, tired here. One team is really rested and we're going with the rested team with Carolina betting against the tired team in Arizona. Uh, Offensively, you have Carolina 3.31 goals per game versus 2.9 for Arizona. Better defense, 2.9 goals allowed versus 3.1. Better power play. Uh, power play here is 28% versus 22% for uh, for the uh, Coyotes. And penalty kill, 84% versus 79%. So special teams, really big advantage here in favor of Carolina. Uh, also, look at the goaltenders here. It's most likely going to be Kochikov for Carolina and Vermilka for Arizona. Kochikov's been great. Young kid here, 2.52 goals against. Uh, Vermilka is 3.36 uh, goals against. Also, Arizona's in a tailspin. They have lost seven straight. Carolina is five and two of their last seven, but they did just lose four to two uh, to Dallas. So again, I kind of like that they're off a loss. Try to get back on track here, win this one tonight. And I do have one good system match here. It's a rested road favorite variation. So if you're a rested road favorite, you've had at least three days between your last game and this game. And by the way, you also made the playoffs last year and your opponent did not. So you have the element of rest, favorite expected to win. Um as well as you're a good team and theoretically your opponent is a bad team. 31 and 13, 70% system match this year, 15% ROI. That would also match with Carolina. So I got Carolina earlier today, minus 200. Again, you're playing it now, you're on minus 210. Uh, a lot of people always ask me, like, why don't you go puck line, minus one and a half? Why don't you go win in regulation, get a better price? That's all, you know, available to you if you want to do that. Uh, but I want to give myself the chance of, you know, if we have to win in sh- a shootout or overtime, God forbid. I want that option to be open. So I did play Carolina at minus 200. Now to finish up the pod on a big Friday, let's talk baseball, guys. Let's talk baseball. Baseball is in the air, right? Kind of, even though my Red Sox stink. Uh, But baseball, pitchers and catchers have reported. There's still a lot of free agents out there. I'm wondering what's going to happen with uh, Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger. Of course, my Red Sox uh, won't spend a dime. I don't get it. They are extremely frustrating, but don't get me into my disgruntled Red Sox fandom. Uh, but anyway, I'm starting to do my research on MLB win totals. And you guys know on the pod, we like to have you know some futures out there. Um, hopefully that we can cash. Like I know right now I have the Bruins win total over 99 and a half. I have Celtics win total over 53 and a half, 54. Uh, I got one Banyama MV, uh, rookie of the year. I have Connor Bedard rookie of the year. I also have McDavid Hart Trophy. That doesn't look great. I think uh, McKinnon's favored there. But anyway, whole point being is I like having some futures in pocket. It gives you a rooting interest. And also, I think by betting futures, you kind of do more research to help you just kind of familiarize yourself with each team. So just the practice of, of, of handicapping and trying to bet a future, it just gives you more muscle memory and more kind of um, insight into each team because you're doing research to decide what you want to do. And maybe that'll benefit you down down the you know down the road here a little bit. So anyway, one MLB win total that caught my eye, and I placed it the other day. It's my first MLB 
uh, futures bet of uh, the 2024 season. It is the Arizona Diamondbacks over 83 and a half wins. That's right. The Snakes over 83 and a half wins. Can they get us uh, 84 wins? That is the goal. First off, uh, it's juiced up over 83 and a half over at minus 120 at DraftKings. Now shop around. Uh, maybe there's a book out there at 83. Maybe there's a better juice price. It's minus 110. But I'm giving you DraftKings again because that's uh, the obvious book here. Uh, but last year they went 84 in uh, in 78. Um, let's see. So they basically would have you know won that win total, gone over by a half game. So it's basically can they be the same team as last year, if not better? I'm banking on them being better this year. Obviously they had a great year. They reached the World Series. They lost it to the Texas Rangers. But I'm looking at what they had last year and what they've done over the off season. So first off, I like their additions this offseason. They added Jock Peterson, a big bat in the middle of their lineup. They added Eugenio Suarez, third baseman who drops a lot of bombs. And they re-signed, uh, re-signed Lourdes Gurriel, good, hitting, uh, good right-handed hitting outfielder. And they really added a lot um, in terms of pitching as well. They added uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, paired him with now Zach Gallen, Kelly, and I can never pronounce the guy's name right, Fad, uh, who could be a young stud here as well. Uh, and they also have a young core, Corbin Carroll, Gabriel Moreno. Uh, and I like the culture that Tori Lavello has built. They're just kind of a scrappy team that's young and up and coming and very talented. And aside from all the additions and, you know, obviously they had a good last good year last year, I'm going to the Pakoda. Uh, Pakoda is the baseball prospectus win projection. Pakoda has Arizona at 85.2 wins. And Pakoda is known as kind of the Ken Palm of the MLB projections. Very accurate. Not Obviously, not every single one's going to win. But Pakoda's got 85.2 wins for Arizona. So if we have a team last year that won 84 games, their 83 and a half over is juiced up. They've had a lot of great additions here. They have a good young core. They have a good manager. I didn't even mention this. They have a really good bullpen as well. They can't even name a lot of these guys, but they have you know, flamethrowers out of the pen. Uh, and their baseball prospectus projection is 85.2 wins. This is my first bet of the year, guys, for for uh, for MLB. Give me the D-backs over 83 and a half wins. That about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 966. But reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's helped you to catch some bets, if you've become a sharper better since listening, if you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding and teaching the model of being a data-driven, sharp, contrarian better. Or if you're still riding high after the Chiefs win, when everyone told us it was a lazy narrative. Well, guess what? A lazy win still pay, still pays out the same same amount of money. So uh, still loving our Chiefs win to, uh, Chiefs uh, winner there. But anyway, if you enjoy the pod, if you want to, you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in. Uh, then I have a request of you. Go buy my book. Support the team. I have a full chapter on how to bet Major League Baseball. MLB is coming back here. You want to get ready for it. Uh, so all you got to do is go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean a lot to me, guys. Got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, all included in my book, my baby, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So buy a copy, get one for a friend, get one for your grandpa, your uncle, your aunt, whoever. Uh, And maybe you can... Uh, show them why they should never bet parlays or not but never but very rarely only once in a, a blue moon here make sure a flat a flat better here uh, but anyway guys that about does it for the pod whether i see you at the encore in boston or plain ridge park casino or mgm springfield 
Uh, or, of course, at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River, uh, wherever it may be. When I see you in the desert, I see I already screwed up my spiel. I started with the Encore. Now I'm all totally off base here. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> whether I see you out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest truce possible is found at the South Point, or Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night. The Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. Even though it was a bit of a wash last night, did have some good hits. Show me a Northwestern plus four and a half ticket. Woo woo. That one was for Maureen Chase. Show me a USC ticket. Show me a Minnesota Portland over ticket. Whatever you do, don't show me those hockey totals. Damn. How do we not get one of those? Frustrating. Anyway, guys, have a fantastic Friday. Remember, it's a big, big, big college basketball Saturday tomorrow. I'll have the sharp report for you early in the morning. I'll have morning bets, and I will be on the sweat. We'll be breaking on all those games uh, live from the DraftKings studio in Boston. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But remember, we are playing a long game. And if we can consistently find the games that fit the model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy your Friday night, everyone. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow on the sweat. And I'll see if we can have a big weekend here with a lot of great college basketball to sweat. Uh, hopefully we can cash some tickets. As the wise man of Easton likes to say, the legend, Mr. Brent Musburger, cashing tickets is what it's all about. Good luck, everybody. Have a great Friday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.